You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And welcome, folks. This is the On Point with Victor show. I am Victor Armendariz, and you are tuned in to America's Web Radio. Folks, this is your place to get all kinds of shows, not just my great show. I mean, I'm not the only uh, awesome host on this radio station. <laughs> yeah, we want to push the fact that we, uh, we do a lot of veterans shows. Absolutely. And uh, getting to be a very well known for our veterans shows. Mm-hmm. And uh, we appreciate the veterans that listen in. We also appreciate all the veterans that come in or call in and tell their story. Absolutely. Absolutely. So. You know, we we can always, uh, anytime, at least for me, when I hear a story from a veteran, it, 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 it allows me to really kind of, you know, I may not know the veteran. A veteran, I may not know them, know them from Adam, but uh, when I hear a story, when I talk to veterans, it really makes me feel like I do get to know them, and and it's a good thing. So check out all our shows, folks. AmericasWebRadio.com. That is the place to go and see all the shows we have. We even have classic car shows. Uh, so if you're out there and and you love cars, uh, check it out. Check it out. So check us out. You brought it up. I'll finish it. All with right. The classic car show. We've got uh, the 25th of uh, Jan- January, the 25th of September. Mm. We're going to have a gentleman on that has the largest Cadillac collection in Canada. Wow. And uh, it's supposed to be just magnificent. And uh, In Canada. Yeah. And uh, he's going to be on calling in and going to be on with Steve Ronaldo, who owns a 47 Cadillac, I believe. Oh, wow. And uh, we do, you know. That's awesome. We do have the most diverse. Yeah. Programming of any station in the country. Absolutely. And if. Uh, no matter what you're into, we probably have a, a show. <laughs> we about probably it. have a show for you. <laughs> and uh, please, yeah. two things. One, and I am going to remember this for a change early on. Get a pen and paper ready. Uh, you never know when you're going to need to write something down. And the other thing is, if you've got any suggestions or would like to talk about doing a show, or it's a great forum for businesses. Right. And. Um, you know, if you'd like to talk to us, just drop me an email at GM, General Manager at America's Web Radio, and we'll be glad to get back to you and talk about the show. We uh, we do Absolutely. Let's Talk Venezuelan. Yeah, yeah. in English and Spanish. In Spanish, <laughs> English and Spanish. That's right. So we, we do. We have shows for, for everyone. So, But, yeah, folks, listen, if you got any questions or anything, always you can email gm at americaswebradio.com. And if you guys who have questions for me, Victor, uh, victor at americaswebradio.com, I welcome all your emails, guys. You guys are great. And, look, folks, we, we have listeners across the country. Uh, this the America's Web Radio reaches every state in the union. And, and then some. I mean, we even hit international. So uh, we love all of you listeners out there. And for me personally, those of you turned, tuned into the On Point with Victor show, I can't thank you enough. And I love to hear from you. And a lot of you, uh, you like to disagree with me. I like that too. You can call and you can challenge me. If you think you can uh, defeat my argument, then hey, knock yourself out. Come at me, bro, as they say in the streets. Uh, 
But yeah, you bring it. Bring it on. You know, as long as you don't call names or do any stupid, petulant things like that, we can have a discussion. We can have a debate, and I love to do it. So we're going to get moving now, though, because we've got a big show today to, to, to do and a little time to do it in. So let's get going rolling here. Um, I, I, <laughs> I've got a few things to say today, but, uh, I got to get started. So, you, again, you listeners are great, and I'm already getting questions about the weekend. You know, the sun comes out, and we have a good weekend here in Georgia because that's where America's Web Radio is broadcasted from, the great city of Sandy Springs, right down the street from Atlanta, Georgia. Um, whenever we have great weather, I start to get uh, messages on uh, what, what, where'd you go on your bike, where'd you go on your bike. Because, folks, if you're new to the show, I am an avid biker. I love my motorcycle, and I love my motorcycle buddies. And um, I, I tell you what, it's a great commodity. And uh, we, we did go riding this weekend. So let me tell you, and the, <laughs> the, the uh, saying of the ride this past weekend is save the pegs. And those of you who ride a cruiser uh, or, or anything that's not a crotch rocket and you go blazing through the mountains, you know what I mean then when I say save the pegs. So uh, this weekend, I dubbed it the save the peg ride <laughs> because we went into uh, up the North Georgia mountains and up to a place called Two Wheels Only. Uh, me and a, it's a whole group of good riders, good friends. And uh, we went blazing through these mountain uh, highways and there's some great curves. And we weren't really going too fast. You know, we weren't doing stupid stuff that we did in our 20s. Um, we're kind of being, you know, we're being a little laid back and, and enjoying the scenery. And uh, But every now and then you get a little 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 hair and you want to go a little fast. And I was started dragging my pegs. And so I started uh, slowing down so I could save the pegs. But I had a friend, you know, why are we going slower? And I said, because i got to save the pegs. So that became the, the saying of the ride this weekend was save the pegs. But it was a great ride. So a big shout-out to cycling. I can't say the rest on radio, but the cycling you-know-what group. And uh, those of you out there who are part of the group, you know why I can't say the rest of that on air. Uh, but uh, a big shout-out to the cycling group that I'm a part of. Uh, it was great. It was a lot of fun. Uh, for the new members, love meeting you guys. Um, big shout out to Anastasia, our newest uh, member. Uh, it, it's we uh, actually we have a new member after her because we met some people at Cycle Gear, and uh, I think we added them to the group. So maybe they're listening today. But anyway, it was a great time, great ride. If you've got a motorcycle, enjoy it, enjoy it, get out there and ride all you can. But be safe, be safe. Remember, there are all kinds of drivers out there that aren't looking for you. They don't see the motorcycles very well for some reason. So sometimes. You got to fire up that pipe and make sure that car next to you knows you are there. (laughs) But uh, all right, folks, that's what I'll say about my awesome motorcycle riding weekend. And I hope you do had a great Labor Day weekend, guys. I hope all of you out there uh, enjoyed, took some time to take a break this weekend. Uh, Take a break from politics. I tell you guys all the time, take a break from politics. Turn off the news. Just take a a break from news in general because basically journalism in this country is dead now. Uh, So take a break from the news. Look, when you want to find out what's going on, you tune into On Point with Victor and I will let you know. Uh, You know, it's it's my job here to to stay up on things. So unfortunately, I have to burden myself with news stories. But but it's okay. I love it. I love it. I love it. I do it for you. I do it for the listener. And uh, if it weren't for you guys, I wouldn't be sitting in this chair right now. So thanks so much to all of you. So let me move on. Let me start out with, uh, I told you guys a little while ago, we're going to start a segment and uh, try to do it at the beginning of every show called, uh, Where is Guatemala Harris? And so I will start out today. Has anyone seen Kamala? Where is Vice President Kamala Harris? And uh, uh-oh, <laughs> Legendary Dave has got something to say. Oh, yeah. she uh, She's got a 
be very uh, glad that she's captured the name of the most hated woman in the country. <laughs> Just um, pretty much. She's, uh, she's in California where oh. the Democrats are saying, go home, we don't want you. We want our wow. guy to win. And if you're here, you're scaring people off. She and, must uh, be in California then, David, because of the uh, recall vote. Exactly. With Gavin Newsom. In Newsom, yeah. So and, she's uh, not looking at the border which she's supposed to be in charge of. She's not doing anything about Afghanistan, about the Americans left behind. She's going to go try to help a frailing Democrat in California. Exactly. You hit her right on the head. Hmm. Isn't and they don't want her. And, that's what and they I, don't want her. That's the beauty of it. Yeah. That's <laughs> what I find very interesting is that – and the Democrats are coming out saying, yeah. we don't want you. You know you're in bad shape when, when some of your own party – and, you know, Californians don't like her anyway. She couldn't even win the California primary when she was first came out to run for president. She couldn't win that primary. The Democrats in California do not like her. And that was after being, what, the AG? And that was after being the attorney general and senator from California. And this is the Kamala Harris, though, that many, many brown and black people realize she put more of them in jail than just about anyone else. So, I mean, her, her tenure in California as an AG, uh, like I said, look it up, folks. She put more more people of color in jail than just than about anybody else you could think of. And, and she's got a bad record, but as Legendary Day pointed out, there are people in California. So she was cited in California, I guess, over the weekend. And uh, she wasn't very welcomed very much. And she's out there trying to save Newsom's butt, you know, Gavin Newsom. Gavin Newsom, who is spending California into oblivion. Gavin Newsom, who wants all illegals to vote. Gavin Newsom, who wants to give free health care, free food, free housing to illegals. Not to the American citizen. Look at the tent cities of homeless Americans from San Francisco all the way down to L.A. And Gavin Newsom, the governor of California, has no problem with that. But he wants to give free stuff to the non-citizen. It's pretty messed up, folks, and that's one reason why they're throwing him out, or or at least they're trying and making this movement to throw him out. Uh, And then you've got Gavin Newsom, who wants to lock down California into perpetuity. He wants you in a mask. He wants you in an obedient mask, and he wants you staying in your home. He wants you going only where he says you can go and when you, he says you can go. Uh, this is the Gavin Newsom that is California and running California into the absolute ground. And this is the guy that Kamala Harris, ignoring the open border crisis, she's ignoring children at the border uh, being uh, uh, trafficked you know, for sex trafficking. She's ignoring U.S. hostages in Afghanistan. But she'll take the time to go to California and try to save a fellow Democrat, who even Democrats in California don't want. Uh, I, I mean, folks, you really got to put this in perspective. And for you new listeners out there who, who are listening to me right now going, oh, my gosh, he's going to bash Democrats. <laughs> well, yeah, you're damn right I'm going to bash them. Uh, I mean, I'm going to call out any politician, not just Democrats. And those of you who have listened to me for a while, you know that I can go off on the establishment Republicans. Uh, so for you new listeners who are wondering, gosh, Victor's attacking everybody. No, I don't attack anyone. I just call people out. I call politicians out because the politicians do not, do, who do not have your interest, we the people, if they don't have our interest at heart, then I'm going to call them out. And uh, right now, 
we're being run by a bunch of goofballs, so I have to call out the Democrat Party. But don't you worry. I'll get to the Lindsey Grahams and the Mitch McConnells and the Cassidys and the the Ben Sasses. And, you know, don't you worry. I'll get to the establishment Republicans because there's work to be done with them as well. Uh, but right now, we can't ignore the damage being done to this country by the uh, Democrat Party. And, and, and folks, again, if you're wondering where I stand behind this microphone, if you're a new listener, I'm a freedom-loving American. I'm a liberty-loving American. I am of Hispanic descent. I have brown skin, but I'm an American. I don't want you to call me a Mexican-American or a Spanish-American. You call me – well, you can call me whatever you want, but you call me an American first. And this country, citizens should come first. So I love this country. I love the history of this country. And that is why I'll stand up for this country every day. And I will stand up for the United States veteran every second or every chance that I get. And I'll do it with all my heart because we have everything in the world to thank the veteran for. As David mentioned earlier, we have veteran shows. Well, we do it for a reason, folks, because you can't thank a veteran enough. You just can't. And, and that includes the, the men and women who are wearing the uniform today. If you see one of them in the airport, thank them. If you see them in a restaurant, thank them. Buy them a drink. Buy them a, a lunch. Trust me. The veteran and the current citizen, uh, the, or I should say the current person who wears a uniform, uh, thank them. They need it. They deserve it. And they deserve all of your adulation. And Daryl, uh, <laughs> I'm about to call you somebody else, David. Uh, you look like you have a comment. Well, you know, you you make no bones about the fact that you're sort of height shorted. <laughs> but I, 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 I have found I, somebody that, that's shorter than you. What? That's hard to do unless they're my, really young. My new grandson, <laughs> just born, okay. is only 16 and a half inches, so... All right, well, that that makes sense. I appreciate that. And yes, folks, I, I make no bones about it. I am all of five foot three if I'm wearing the right shoes. <laughs> so, um, but anyway, so folks, that's, that's where I'm coming from. So you new listeners out there, this is where I'm coming from. And, and I know I've, I've got some of you out there, you're, you're letting me know that you're tuning in and I really appreciate it. And uh, so now... We're going to roll on to some other things. You know, last week I had a lot to say about Afghanistan. I had a lot to say about the failure that is Taliban Joe and uh, Biden and his crony group of, of misfits, um, his his cabinet of idiots. I had a lot of passionate things to say last week about, about Afghanistan and about our service members that we lost. Um, all because, and understand, we lost military uh, servicemen because of the actions of Taliban Joe Biden. Um, so, yes, I, I had a lot to say last week, and I've got a few more things I'm going to say this week, too, um, as, as we move on in the show. But uh, David's got a comment. <laughs> I'm sorry I didn't hear your last comment. That's okay. But, uh, you know, I'm interested in the fact that more and more reporters, Newsmax, Fox News, I can't address some of the other stations or but more and more, you know, Biden continues to slip. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one of his slips was, they won't let me answer that. They won't let me mm-hmm. address well, I'm that. Not uh, supposed to answer. I'm not supposed to take questions. So the media yeah. has bu- begun asking, who are they? Right. 
who are they? Right. Who's who's who, pulling the strings? Well, it's about time, you know, David. You remember last week? I think I asked that question. Yeah. Who are the people that are telling Biden? If 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 the president of the United States and David, you've brought up a good point because to, the title of today's show is "Is it time to ask the question?" What is wrong with Joe Biden? Is Joe Biden okay? And I'm and, and that is a serious question. And and you're absolutely right, David. And and I mentioned it last week. If the president of the United States is going to come out and look at the people or, or come out to a press conference, he's the leader of the free world, the most powerful man in the, in, in, on the planet. And if he's going to sit there and look and go, oh, oh, I, I can't answer questions because I've been told not to, or I was told I have to leave right away, or I was told not to call on people, I was told this, I was told – who is the president of the United States, Tali Dementia Joe, who is telling him these things? Folks, I don't care if you like Trump or you hated Trump. There is no way on this God's green earth that any person stood in the way of Trump and said, don't you take a question or don't take, don't call on this person or that person. President Trump called on who he wanted and when he wanted. And President Trump, again, whether you hated him or not, was the most transparent president we've ever had. Trump couldn't hide anything if he tried to. That man talked a lot. Let's just face it. Maybe one of his downfalls was that he just kind of, when he probably should have been a little quiet, he wasn't. But you know what? It was refreshing. It was refreshing to have a president that whenever the media shouted out a question, he was ready to take it on. And that's because... President Trump was a New Yorker. You swing at a New Yorker, chances are they're going to swing back. And and that's the way Trump was. But look at President Biden. President Biden will stand during the moment when we have American be, Americans being held hostages in Afghanistan that he would look at the reporters and go, I'm not allowed to answer questions and turn his back and walk away. He might as well be walking away on every American citizen in this country. He's turned his back on us, folks. And I, this is not hyperbole. I'm not making this up. You can look it up yourself. So so that is a question that needs to be asked. What's going on with Joe Biden? Why can't he make his own decisions? Why can't he stand there? He, he is saying things that he shouldn't be saying. I am sure he's got his notes, folks, because every time he's reading his notes, in those notes it probably says, don't call on this or don't do this or we don't want you to answer questions. And he's probably not supposed to read that part, but he does because he's a man in decline. And he, he is suffering and he is in decline. But they keep propping him up there because they think – let me tell you something, folks. This is very simple. The the Democrat establishment thinks that Joe Biden is the only guy that can hold the establishment Democrats who love Washington, that they can hold together with the wacko progressive nutjob Democrats, which are taking over that party. And so right now – the Democrat establishment, they, they want to prop Joe Biden up because they think he can stand there and that most Americans will say, oh, that's just Joe, and that he can hold together the big divide that is in the Democrat Party. And you probably don't know much about the big divide that's in the Democrat Party because the media won't tell you about it. The the 98% of the media that is CNN and MSNBC and NBC and CBS and ABC and PBS and NPR, they're not going to tell you the big divide that's going on in the Democrat Party. But you know who will? I will. This guy. This, as David mentioned, five foot three, if I'm wearing the right shoes, uh, Spanish brown guy over here who loves and is, and again, I am the Mexican who's proud to be American. That's me, folks. I'm the guy who's not afraid to be American. And I'm going to tell you 
there's a big divide in the Democrat Party right now. You have the Democrat establishment that loves Washington. They just love to be in Washington. They love to spend your money, and they love to tax you. They want to seize money from you so they can spend it and just have the wheels turn like that. That They love it. And on occasion, they want to go bomb the hell out of a country so they can make more deals with, with the military establishment. And what I mean by that is is the, the companies that make the armament, the companies that, that donate and this is what the establishment does. Then you've got the progressive, whack job, communist loving, Marxist loving group like the AOCs, the Omars, the the uh, Shahibs, the the, uh, the 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 Democrat that is on the far left, which is taking over the Democrat Party and trying to to run the Democrat Party, the Bernie Sanders crowd. These people are taking over the Democrat Party, so there is a divide in the Democrat Party. And so the establishment thinks, well, if we can prop up Joe Biden long enough, we can hold our party together. Uh, But, folks, Joe Biden is having trouble. He's in decline. How much longer can they prop him up? Folks, take a look at what happened just the other day. The other day, Joe Biden – and this I wasn't going to get to this, but I'll go ahead and get to this now. Joe Biden – was talking to the press, and he actually said that he had been to uh, a synagogue. I believe it was a Tree of Life synagogue. But Joe Biden looked at the press, and he said, yeah, I've been to that synagogue. It, was, it only happens to be the synagogue that, that witnessed the worst massacre of Jewish people in the United States. And Joe Biden said he had been there. Folks, Joe Biden has never stu- stepped one foot in that synagogue. We know this. This is true. You can fact check it all you want. But Joe Biden sat there and he told that press members that he had been in that synagogue. Now, either Joe Biden is so much in decline that he just doesn't realize what he's saying, or Joe Biden is in so much decline that he actually thinks, well, yeah, sure, I've been there. Or Joe Biden is lying through his teeth. Now, we know Joe Biden, in his, in his when he was more cognizant, he has a history of lying not telling the truth and has a history of embellishing things and has a history of plagiarism plagiarism so was that happening now or or is this the joe biden that just really doesn't know where he is all of the time and and i am not trying to be mean i'm not trying to be a a a partisan hack or anything like that i'm just telling you if you open your eyes and observe joe biden he is in decline he is an elderly person who's in decline he's an elderly person who does not have all the control of his faculties and just just watch how he ha- and look. If you need another example other than him flat out lying to the press or, or or just getting it completely wrong, then look at the scheduling. Look at his team, his his staff when they schedule events day after day for Joe Biden, and he doesn't appear. They schedule events and then they reschedule events and then they reschedule events and then they reschedule events and then he never shows because they won't let him. Because if Biden is not in a certain coherent state, they won't let him face the press or anyone else. Joe Biden is spending more time hiding at Camp David, more time hiding in his basement, almost as much as he did during the whole campaign season of 2020. So the question has to be asked, what is wrong? What is going on with Joe Biden? We as citizens demand to know. Ladies and gentlemen, do you not remember It was just a short year or so ago that the media went nuts because Donald Trump came out of an airplane or or somewhere and he went down a ramp outside in pouring rain. So the ramp was wet. He's wearing very nice shoes that I refuse to wear with suits, but he's the he was the president of the United States. So he was wearing very nice shoes 
And you know, as well as I do, most of you, that very nice shoes usually have very slick bottoms. And you remember, not just a year or more ago, President Trump was walking down the ramp, and it was slippery, and he started to slip, so he got a hold of, he asked the general next to him, I think it was a general, hey, you know, let me lean on you a little bit so I don't fall. And the media went nuts. The media went nuts saying, it's time for the 25th Amendment because Donald J. Trump can't walk down a ramp. President Trump, who was the most transparent president in history, never refused a question, stopped every time the media wanted him to ask a question. On the way to the helicopters, what did he do? He stood and talked and answered questions constantly. Joe Biden doesn't do that. But one time, President Trump almost slipped on a ramp, and they wanted to invoke the 25th Amendment on it because they said he was too old to walk down a ramp, and he's too old to be president. That's what they said about President Trump when he slipped in the rain. And here we are today with a president that is clearly, clearly in decline. President Joe Taliban Dementia Joe Biden is clearly in mental decline. He doesn't remember things. He stutters. He can't. He loses his train of thought. He will give an answer that has absolutely nothing to do with the subject at hand. That is a guy who's in decline. Now, I did not mean to go off on a, a tangent on this, but it's true. It is true. And we as citizens, it is our duty to ask questions of the people that we put into leadership positions. Remember, we vote for everyone who is a who is a representative, who is a senator, who is a president, we vote for those people. They represent us. The federal government works for the people. We the people do not work for the federal government. And 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 I don't care if you have a job for the federal government. They still work for you. Uh, we the people, we choose this republic of which we live under. And because we choose the people of which govern us, and because we are governed by the consent of the governed because we the people have a document called the United States Constitution that restricts what the government can do to we the citizen it is our duty to question the viability or the health of the person that we sent to represent us especially the president of the United States so do not feel bad folks do not feel bad this is not a democrat thing it's it's not a republican thing it's not a partisan thing we can see with our own eyes that Biden is having trouble, and we need to ask the question. Now, look, I, like many of you, am terrified at the idea of a Kamala presidency. But just because we – not we, because <laughs> I didn't vote for her or him. But just because enough of these people out here and there was enough fraud to put Biden and Harris into the presidency, uh, it happened. But just because she's the next in line doesn't mean that we can just sit back and let Biden take us down the tubes because he's he's in decline. Look, we can deal with Kamala. We've dealt with with others. And when if Kamala does take the reins, we'll deal with her. And if need be, we'll we can impeach her because, by golly, she's already done some things that probably borderline on impeachment. And so we have the Constitution. We have the means. We have senators. We have representatives in the House. We can do what is need to be done to take care of the people that just aren't leading us properly. So that's what I'm going to say about that. <laughs> so uh, we're, we're getting close. we got to take a break, folks. I probably went a little long. So we're going to take a break right here. And when we come back, I'm going to get into some a little bit a little bit more news on the day. So don't you go anywhere. We'll be right back. This is On Point with Victor. Hello. My name is 
name is Rick White, and I'm the director of the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. I want to encourage all Georgia veterans to consider being nominated to the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. And if you are a Georgia veteran, and the definition of a Georgia veteran is either you were born in the state of Georgia, or you've lived here 10 years, or you were raised your right hand and joined the military in this state, you are considered a Georgia veteran. For further information, go to www.gmbhof.org, or you can contact me at 678-427-0915. We'd love to have your nomination for the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. Thank you so much. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, join me, Roger B., every Tuesday at 1400 hours right here on America's Web Radio for the Locked and Loaded Show. We will talk about guns, weapons, ammo, gun accessories, prepping, and so much more. So be sure to join us every Tuesday at 1400 or 2 p.m. for Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. Hi, this is Rocky Blair, former four-time Super Bowl champion with the Pittsburgh Steelers and Vietnam veteran. As a board member, I'd like to talk to you about Warriors to Citizen, a nonprofit organization that helps American heroes, soldiers, police, fire, EMT, and their families recover from the psychological harm caused by career-induced stress. Over the last 20 years, broken relationships have been a major causal factor for the highest document divorce rate and resulting suicides in this population. This program, from Warriors to Citizen, is delivered free to families by professionals, all whom served in uniform and understand the needs to be addressed. I ask for your support. So please, go to our website, warriorstocitizen.org, and find out how you can help, either by making a donation or sharing this information with an American hero that you may know. And thank you. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And welcome back, folks. Welcome back. So let's dive into a few more things. And and look, folks, I, again, you can email me anytime. You can jump on Facebook and interact with me uh, live during the show if you want. Um, I the webcams may not be up today because our producer Brett is not here today. We oh, we do have one up. Excellent. So we are up on the webcams today. So yeah, you can engage with me if you want. Um, I'm not going to take phone calls today, so I'm not going to give out the number. We have too much to say and too much to get to today, and the, and you know sometimes we get goofy phone calls anyway. But uh, you know what? Sometimes those are fun. But uh, let me look. I, I I'm going to say a couple more things about. The Afghanistan situation because, folks, you know, I said it last week. I said, just keep your eye on the news because they, as soon as they get their chance, they're going to sw- switch gears. They're going to take Afghanistan off the air and pretend that it never happened. Uh, and that's what you're seeing. Uh, MSNBC, ABC, CBS, NBC, CNN, they're trying their best to ignore the Afghanistan story. They want to move it off so you don't think about it. And now they're going to try and scare the ever-loving crap out of you again about the uh, variants. I'm, they're talking about a new variant today, folks. I I mean, look, I, they're going to do whatever they can to scare you into oblivion again. Uh, they're going to do everything they can to get Afghanistan off the news. They want you to forget that we lost 13 servicemen. 13 soldiers were killed because of decisions Joe Biden made. Uh, They want you to forget that. Uh, We currently still have Americans being held hostage in Afghanistan, and they don't want you to know about that. Joe Biden, the president of the United States of America, for the first time in the history of this country, I'm sure, has willingly and openly left Americans behind. Joe Biden 
tucked his tail and pulled our military out, kowtowing to the Taliban terrorist group, and left Americans behind. He even left behind the interpreter that saved his butt. Folks, a few years ago, Joe Biden as a senator was on a trip in Afghanistan and his helicopter was forced down because of a helicopter problem, not because of gunfire. Uh, but it was forced down and not a good spot of Afghanistan. And there was an interpreter who saved that group of people, including Joe Biden. And Joe Biden left him behind. This interpreter is all over the news, if you can find it, saying and begging, Joe Biden, I saved you. Will you save me? And what did Biden do? No. I mean, look, maybe Biden doesn't remember. But his staff knows exactly who that person is, and they left him behind with, with Americans. And the media doesn't want you to know this. So, folks, I, it, is, it, is, it is unbelievable, and you, and you should never forget. And here we are coming up on September 11th, where you should absolutely never forget September 11th. If you're a young listener out there who just is not familiar with September 11th, folks, you need to look this up. You need to pay attention and never forget that it was terrorists who planned their attack in Afghanistan and sought refuge in Afghanistan. The September 11th attacks, those were planned there, and then they sought refuge in Afghanistan. Just take a look and learn what happened in September 11th here in this country and the, the, the thousands of people who were killed because of terrorists. We should never forget that, folks. So here we are. We're coming up on that, and here's Biden who goes and, and, and just completely screws Americans in Afghanistan, gets 13 soldiers killed, uh, and now the news wants to pretend it didn't happen. The news doesn't want you to hear about it. But, folks, you've got to be diligent, and you've got to talk to your neighbors, and you've got to talk to your coworkers and your friends, and, and um, just, just make sure they don't forget and make sure they understand what's going on in Afghanistan. Uh, folks, and if it wasn't bad enough that we left Americans behind, let me tell you what else came out last week, the end of last week. Taliban Joe made a phone call to the president of Afghanistan months before this evacuation debacle. And the phone call he made to the president of Afghanistan, and during that phone call, Joe Biden, president of the United States, whether it was a legitimate election or not, you know, you can have your opinion, but it nevertheless, per the Constitution of these United States, Joe Biden is the current president. He called the president of Afghanistan a few months before the evacuation debacle, and he tried to coerce the president of Afghanistan into lying to the media of the world by saying that things were going okay and things were getting better in Afghanistan because Joe Biden said the optics were bad and and, and the, the, the news and the visions coming out and the pictures coming out of Afghanistan was bad. He said that was bad for them. So he tried to coerce the president of Afghanistan into lying to his people and lying to the world's media because Joe Biden wanted better optics. And Joe Biden dangled dollars, money. The Afghan president said, I need money. And Joe Biden said, well, you know what? You go out and you lie to, to the people and you lie to the media and tell them things are getting better. Change the objects of optics of Afghanistan and I'll just dump piles of money right in your lap. That's quid pro quo, folks. That is why Joe Biden earned the name. Well, that's just another reason why he earned the nickname quid pro Joe. Because if you remember, when Joe Biden was vice president, he had a little quid pro quo with the president then of you uh, of the Ukraine. He had a quid pro quo with the president of Ukraine. 
as vice president. And now here we are, 2021, and he does the same, a similar thing to the president of Afghanistan. Now, folks, I'm old enough to remember that it was a short year ago that they, not even a year ago, where they impeached Donald J. Trump over a phone call that they made up. Trump had the phone call. And we see what was in we've seen what was in the phone call, and there was no quid pro quo. There was nothing illegal in the phone call, but they invented stuff and they tried to impeach it. Well, they impeached him over it, but it was a BS impeachment, it didn't go anywhere. Because everybody with half a brain knew that there was nothing wrong with that phone call Donald Trump had with the president of Ukraine, the new president of Ukraine. But you fast forward to today and what happened in a few months ago with the president of Afghanistan and President Joe Biden. And we have a full transcript, folks. We have a transcript. You can find it and read it for yourself. Joe Biden tried to coerce and get the president of Afghanistan to lie. Joe Biden did the very things that the media accused Trump of doing and impeached him over. So let's look at it this way. I don't even care. Let's even let's not even let's not even let's say whatever you can say whatever you want to say about the phone call that Trump had. But if that's the bar that was set, if President Trump had to face impeachment proceedings because of his phone call, then how in the hell do you not impeach President Biden over his phone call with Afghanistan with the president of Afghanistan? Because Joe Biden did everything that they accused Trump of doing. There was no proof. So it didn't go anywhere because Trump didn't do the things they accused him of. But it is clear as day what President Biden has done. And President Biden has done the very thing they accused Trump of Biden did in the phone call with the president of Afghanistan. So when do they start impeachment? And this is where I will rail on the the incompetent, spineless Republican establishment that's led by McConnell and Lindsey Graham and Cassidy. Why aren't they out there yelling right now? If you're going to impeach Trump over his phone call, then you have to impeach Biden over his phone call because Biden's phone call actually did the crimes that they were accusing Trump of. Why aren't they calling for impeachment? And don't give me this mess. Oh, the Republicans don't control anything. Doesn't matter. Do you think that stops the Democrat? When the Republicans had full control, they had the executive branch, they had the legislative branch. Do you think it stopped the Democrats? Heck no, it didn't stop the Democrats. It never does. But the Republicans will look at you and whine and whine and whine like spineless wimps that they can be, led by Lindsey Graham and Mitch McConnell, and tell you, well, we just don't have control. We can't do anything. Yeah, whatever. They should be out there right now demanding. And I know, I know, I know. I've got listeners already. Oh, Lindsey Graham was on the news, and he called for impeachment. Yeah, calling for impeachment on Fox News when you're also trying to raise money for yourself is one thing. Where's the action? Where's the actual legislation? Where's the actual bill? Where's the actual proceedings? Where's the actual, I'm admitting this, here's my name is on it, my name, Lindsey Graham, here's my paper right here. I'm submitting this to the Congress. We need to impeach. Where is that? I need action, folks. We need action from these spineless, wimp, whiny Republicans who just want to raise money on Fox News. We need action from them. And I'm not talking about Ted Cruz. I'm not talking about Jim Jordan. Uh, I'm not talking about a lot of good Republicans. Even Rubio is becoming a good a good uh, Republican again, conservative, freedom-loving Republican. So I, I am – understand me. I'm talking about the establishment Republicans who who forgot what it means to be a Republican. They forgot that, that you, you, you need to be for smaller government. You need to be for lower taxes. Hell, we need to change our tax system. 
those Republicans, those are the ones I'm talking about, the ones who don't do anything, the ones who just rubber stamp. Uh, <laughs> speaking of rubber stamp, Lindsey Graham, look up what he's rubber stamping. Every appointment that Joe Biden makes, Lindsey Graham is stamping it. Go, go, go. Green light, green light, green light. Why isn't he using that as leverage, folks? The Democrats did. You need to ask these questions. You need to ask these questions. So, so okay, that's all I'm going to say about uh, I've given Graham enough airtime here. So, <laughs> But, folks, look at the phone call. Look at the transcript that Joe Biden had with the president of Afghanistan. Uh, those the, That was a, a horrible thing that the president of the United States did, Joe Biden. He tried to coerce a president into lying, and then he offered him money. I mean, he sent him money, folks. <laughs> we know this. Because all the witnesses that saw the president of Afghanistan flee, all the witnesses were talking about the bags and bags of cash, American dollars, that he stuffed into a helicopter to flee with. Uh, It's terrible, folks. It's terrible. Joe Biden has done more damage to this country in seven months than uh, Jimmy Carter did in four years or Obama did in eight years. Or um, if you don't like Bush, fine, then then Bush did in eight years. (laughs) I mean, folks, it's horrible. It is horrible what this Biden is doing. Um, And he needs to be held accountable. His team needs to be held accountable. The fact that there hasn't been resignations from Austin Lewis or from uh, um, Blanken, the fact that any of these people, the fact that that, – Oh my gosh, I'm going to forget her name. The the press secretary, the fact that she can stand there. Yes, Jen, Jen. The fact that she can stand there and continue to say that, that, oh, I'm not going to talk about a personal phone call the president had. But yet, folks, look back at Jen Psaki's t- tweets from 2020 when she was demanding that we know every word in Trump's phone call. You can't have it both ways, folks. You can't. If you're going to be a true American and hold Politicians, I don't care if there's a D by their name or an R by their name. Hold them responsible. Hold them accountable. Then you have to be equal with the law. And I don't care if Joe Biden, if he were a Republican, I'd be saying the same thing. So, folks, I'm consistent because I believe in freedom. I believe in liberty. And I believe in this country. And I believe in the United States Constitution. And I believe in equality under the law equality under the law my goodness folks we have a, a an equal equality clause in the constitution we are all to be treated equal under the law in the eyes of the law but that's not happening we're, we're allowing democrats to be above the law uh, and, and some establishment republicans as well and it's got to stop it's just it's it's just got to stop. So so I've got some active listeners right now, folks, and, and and again, thank you to all the listeners. But I've got a listener in Tennessee who uh, who right on on cue here, she has perfect timing. This listener in Tennessee, uh, because her question to me is, who is leading the country? Who is leading the country? If if Joe Biden is in decline, which we know he is, and Harris is incognito or or just missing in action, and we know that she's incompetent, we know that Harris is in over her head, then who's running the country? So, listener in, in Tennessee, you are absolutely right, and thank you for the comment, because we need to know. We as Americans need to demand who is running this country. And, and the other... Uh, I got another listener from Georgia, I believe. Um, gosh, I'm not sure what part of Georgia. Um, but he has a question or, or a comment about Gavin Newsom. Um, folks, Gavin Newsom in California, hopefully, is about to be recalled. And the guy that's maybe going to recall him 
Well, let's just say he's not a white guy. Folks, we'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, join me, Roger B., every Tuesday at 1400 hours right here on America's Web Radio for the Locked and Loaded Show. We will talk about guns, weapons, ammo, gun accessories, prepping, and so much more. So be sure to join us every Tuesday at 1400 or 2 p.m. for Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. If you live to serve and want to make an even bigger difference, consider joining the U.S. Army. With training in fields like medical care, linguistics, and engineering, an Army career can amplify your efforts with humanitarian opportunities all over the world. Plus, you'll receive competitive pay and incredible benefits, so you'll be taken care of, too. Learn more at GoArmy.com. My name is Kyle Hayes, a motorsports student at Alfred State College. Every year, Alfred State students compete in the Great Race, which is a cross-country time endurance rally for vintage vehicles. As you can imagine, it's pretty costly. I'm asking for your help. Your donation can make it possible for these students to live their passion and promote the vintage automobile industry. Please visit our site at give.alfredstate.edu and search Great Race to learn more and help us reach our goal. Thank you. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. So, folks, we have California. We have Newsom, who's about to be recalled. And look, folks, my apologies. I know I'm jumping all over the place, but I got a lot to say and a little time to say it. So bear with me. You know, uh, I should have told you at the beginning of the show, grab on, hang on, sit down, hold on, because we got a lot to do and a lot to get to. Uh, But we've got California. And, And listen to me closely, folks. Listen to me. We have California, have Gavin Newsom, a white guy. And you and I are told by Democrats constantly that uh, white people suck <laughs> and and that we, we need to judge everything on color. Uh, forget what Martin Luther King said. I mean, one of the greatest quotes out there uh, in American history is from Martin Luther King when he said, don't judge me for my care. Uh, don't judge me for my color, but judge me for my character. Judge me not for the color of my skin, but judge me for my character. That's Martin Luther King. And you've got the Democrat Party who's just pretending that Martin Luther King never said such a thing. Uh, and they lie about him all the time anyway, but so they can buy your votes and, and, and get you stuck on voting for the letter D. Uh, look, folks, if you want liberty and you want freedom and you want to break away and you want to see how much power your vote has, stop voting for Democrats. Stop voting for Democrats. I'm not telling you to go run into the arms of the Republican, and I'm not telling you to go run in their arms for, for uh, uh, blindly. But right now, if you want to see how much power you have, stop voting for Democrats. Put some conservative Republicans in power. Put some libertarians in power. Put some independents in power to represent us and to represent you. And you'll see real quick how much power you have (laughs) because the Democrat Party doesn't care. They're using you. They're using uh, they're using we the brown people and they're using you the black folks. Uh, But, folks, let's look at California. Gavin Newsom white guy now remember california is one of the leading places that'll tell you that you have to judge everything by the color of skin and the white people are bad but yet their governor's white and the guy who is posed to beat him the candidate right now who is posed to beat gavin newsom in the recall to become the first black governor of california 
Have you heard any of this on the news, folks? The Democrats and the media are bending over backwards to save the white guy who's destroying California because they don't want the black guy to be elected. Where is this in the media? Where is the outrage? And shame on the Republicans for not being outraged and, 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 and highlighting. Maybe they have. Let's be honest. The media would, would try and hide this. They're trying to hide the fact that Larry Elder, who is poised to possibly be the next governor of the great state of California or the once great state of California, Larry Elder is a black man, folks. You can't get much blacker than him. And, and and I'm not trying to be cute, funny, or, or anything like that. I am just trying to demonstrate absurdity with absurdity. Because the Democrat Party tells us day after day after day that we need to judge people on the color of their skin. And they tell you day after day that white people are the are the evils. Uh, to every problem in the world right now, they're, they're blaming white folks somehow. And yet, the guy who has overseen the collapse of California is a white guy, Governor <clears throat> Governor Newsom. And the man who's poised to replace him is a black man, born and raised in California. Uh, he wasn't just raised, he wasn't born in the in the elite streets of San Francisco. He wasn't raised in the elite streets of, of uh, Hollywood. No. This guy, go look and see where Larry Elder is from, where he was born, and where he was raised. Uh, it was more like Compton, folks. And he's a happens to be a free-thinking, independent-minded, freedom, liberty, American-loving black guy. And because he believes in freedom, because he believes in, in liberty, because he loves the country that is the United States, and because he dares have an R by his name, the media is pretending like he doesn't exist. The media is falling over backwards to save the white guy while telling you and me that we should we should hate the white guy. But not this white guy. This is their white guy, Gavin Newsom. They want to save him, you know, even though he is destroying California. Because, God forbid, you can't have the first black governor of California because the media says you, he's not good enough. He's not. He's not the right kind of guy. The media will actually, in some corners, will tell you he's not the right black guy. Their media has even called him the black face of white supremacy. How that works, I don't know, folks. And I'm not a dumb guy. I'm not a Harvard guy. I'm not an elitist guy. But I'm smart enough to go, what the heck do you mean by calling Larry Elder the black face of white supremacy? Larry Elder is a black guy. He was born a black guy. He was raised a black guy, and he's a black guy now. And he has a chance to become the next governor, the first black governor of the state of California. And the Democrat Party is trying to crucify him, led by none other than the vice president, heels up Kamala Harris. The chew toy for, uh, oh, I'm going to forget that, Willie Brown. Willie Brown's chew toy, Kamala Harris. She's leading the way. To save a white dude because the black dude just might beat him. It's unbelievable, folks. It is unbelievable. You have to understand, we have an open border where where anyone who wants to is coming across, including terrorists. Our southern border, wide open. We have kids being sexually trafficked on our southern border. 
children, children, we have children being abused and sexually trafficked on our southern border. That's happening, folks. We have drugs flowing, coming and going on the southern border. We have hostages in Afghanistan, American hostages in Afghanistan. We have six private planes sitting on the tarmac in Afghanistan because private charity groups got together and sent some planes over to clean up the mess that Joe Biden left behind. Well, they're being held captive right now on the runways in Afghanistan. They're being held hostage with Americans. And Kamala Harris is in California trying to save the white guy. Folks, are you ready to wake up? Are you ready to wake up? I don't care if you think you've got Democrat running through your veins, if you've got Democrat in your DNA. You need to change the current Democrat Party. And the only way to do that is to vote against these morons that are running the party now. I'm telling you, folks, you've got to have some time. You've got to have the courage. You've got to have the courage. And, and take your power because, look, you've got the greatest power in the world, and that's the American voter. And you can vote against these idiots. And I am telling you, the best thing you could do is boycott the Democrat. Boycott the letter D. And again, I'm not telling you to go vote forever a Republican. But let's take out these Democrats and let's bring some good freedom-loving, American-loving independents, Republicans, Libertarians. Let's bring them in so that the Democrat Party has to wake up and change. So they have to once again understand that we the people love the United States. We can debate about lots of things. We can debate the tax issue. We can debate um, military issues. We can debate the border issues. We can debate immigration. But we must love the American citizen first. We must love the American country. We must love the United States Constitution. We must love freedom. We must love liberty. We must love the rule of law. We must understand we are a republic. We're not a democracy. We're not a Marxist state. We're not a communist state. We're not a socialist state. We are a republic. We have an economic basis in capitalism. Once we all agree on that, then we can debate everything else. But right now we have a political machine in Washington that is all about socialism. They're all about communism. They're all about Marxism. They're all about holding as many of you, as many as we the people down, so that there's an elitist class up there in Washington that spends all the money, tells you what to do, when to do it, and how to do it. That's got to stop, folks. That's got to stop. Because we are Americans. And as Americans, we must sometimes stand up and, and, and we have to break away. You may have voted Democrat all your life. Look, folks, I grew up being told I had to be a Democrat. But I learned I can wield some really good power when I stop voting for the same person over and over and over. And this goes for the Republican establishment, too, folks. If you're in Washington, if your representative has been in Washington for more than 25, 30 years, it's time to replace them with someone else. <laughs> so, um, look, folks, I, I, I'm serious. I, I, I can't say it any clearer than that. Now, look, we're getting close to the end of the show, and I, I wanted to bring up another point. Um, we have hostages. You can't put it any other way in Afghanistan. I've mentioned it before, but I want to bring up how bad the media is because according to MSNBC, some some dirtbag dimwit named Naveed Jamali, he actually said over, this was yesterday or the day before, he actually said, and I quote, I'm quoting MSNBC contributor, some dimwit named Naveed Jamali, 
This is what he said. There is nobody, there are no hostages in Afghanistan. There's nobody being denied exit of the country or being detained on a plane. Instead, the Taliban has not granted clearance for these planes or people to leave. So in the eyes of MSNBC, you're not a hostage when you're being held captive in Afghanistan by a terrorist group known as the Taliban. It's just that the Taliban hasn't allowed you to leave. You're free to, now get this, understand the mentality, the, the, the ridiculous logic this moron at MSNBC has. And, and MSNBC's reporting, the CNN's reporting, they're telling you that being held captive in Afghanistan right now, you're not a hostage. You can leave anytime you want. It's just that it has to be approved by the terrorist group, the Taliban. So somehow, the Taliban holding you at bay, holding you in Afghanistan and not allowing Americans to leave, not allowing six private planes to leave, they're not hostages. They're just not being allowed to leave yet. So they're being detained by the Taliban, but they're not being held hostage. So being detained and not allowed to leave is different than being a hostage. These are the word games that the Democrats will play and the media will play to try and save Joe Biden's rear end. Folks, you've got to be smarter than this. You need to see through it. And I know, I know, all of 98% of my listeners, you are smart enough to know this. It's your Democrat friends that are still married to the letter D that you're going to have to talk to. And you need to ask them, do they really think there are no hostages? Just do they really think the Taliban terrorist group is just nicely not letting them leave folks we have a lady who a women activist lady in afghanistan who did escape who is telling the story of the afghans of the taliban beating her she's a woman's rights advocate person the democrats should love her got beaten by the taliban before she escaped all right folks locked and loaded's coming up next with roger b stay tuned and we'll be back next week have a good one you're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.